listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and of course, why it matters. Confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough. No, no. All right. We've got a lot of things that we're going to tackle from the legal perspective today. Should a disgraced governor who's never taken responsibility for killing eight times the number of people that the terrorists did on 9-11 be given the reins of power again? We'll talk about it. Plus, Andy McCarthy here on the latest on those warrantless searches. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.
it was always like right away he was trying to get out there into the spotlight again because I think that's all he's ever known, to, to be quite honest with you. He grew up in the governor's mansion. He himself were, was in the governor's mansion. He's always in, been in politics. The Cuomo name has been out there for decades. Um, so, you know, it's always been part of his DNA, I guess. Right. Uh, but, right. So when Listen, anybody can interview him. All right. That, that's the way the world works. But I would expect if you're a journalist that you would give him very hard questions, um, especially like you mentioned, when it comes to the nursing homes where we don't have any answers or accountability. Um, and he still continues to kind of get away with it. You know, like I said, blaming everyone else. Um, not really answering the questions and then bringing it back on himself. Um, you know, the most recent interview that he did with Rita Cosby on WABC, he was going on about my father when he died and I blame the doctor. Well, that's not the same. Your father didn't die alone in a pandemic without his family around uh, with an order of sick patients going into the place where he lived. Right. You know, it's a completely different situation. And you brought, you know, the, my job up, what I do as a weather person. Well, when a big weather event happens in New York or wherever, there's always an after action review, right? So that we find out what we did wrong so that it never happens again. There has never been an after action of review when it comes to a lot of, you know, COVID mandates, but this one specifically that I believe affected my family. Well, and I want to add just a couple of other pieces of info back into this conversation. When he signed this order, he kind of did it defiantly. There was there were there were voices that were advocating that he not do it and he did it anyway. And then as the pandemic wore on, he during the pandemic uh, spent time that you would have thought he would have been using to try to solve the pandemic, cure the pandemic, be be a solution provider in the pandemic. But instead, he spent time writing a book mm -hmm. with a huge advance that which um, then uh, in addition to that, um, he, he had this like star thing that started coming up. Cuomo sexuals was a word that got invented because people would tune into his 12 noon updates every day. And he won an Emmy for this. And he he went out and accepted it. Like there were all these things that he was being ingratiated by that were, you know, showering glory upon him when at the end of the day, the families of those nearly 16,000 um, people that died were just left suffering. And I just yes. can't accept the fact that if you were the one that signed the order that caused the people to die at eight times the rate of the terrorists of 9-11. And I'm not going to stop saying that because 16,000 people is probably the greatest number of deaths caused by an individual in our state's history. Mm. It's very important that we that we remind ourselves of the facts and say, but until there's some sort of responsibility taken, we can't let this happen again. And he can't have the reins of power again. You're absolutely right. And last week I, you know, testified in Congress finally um, to raise awareness in Washington, D.C. of what happened, not only in New York, but there were several other governors that yes. had the exact same warning. New Jersey, before. Michigan, lots of states yes. that did it. Yeah. Absolutely. And they probably did it because they followed Cuomo's example. Yes, but we won't find that out unless there is a full investigation with subpoena power. Janice Dean, my apologies and thoughts and prayers continue to be with your family and with the 16,000 people uh, who, who lost loved ones. Uh, we continue to stand in your corner. I'm totally hashtag team weather girl. I'm not going anywhere anywhere on that. I, we, we've got your back. And thanks for coming on to talk to us. Well, listen, and thank you for staying on the story because I appreciate it. And so do my fans. So do the family members. Yeah, you've got it. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've got a lot more to get to. Stay here.
Fellowship Deaconry is the premier place to have your retreat or conference. With lodging, meeting centers, meals, and activities, Fellowship Deaconry is an all-inclusive retreat center located at their beautiful campus in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Call Patricia at 908-647-1777 to reserve your fall retreat today. Space is limited. Call Patricia at 908-647-1777. You don't have to go far away to get away. And there's more. Fellowship Deaconry is giving away two nights with meals included for you and a guest. Enter at deaconry.org. That's deaconry.org. Fellowship Deaconry's mission is to glorify God with positive life-transforming experiences for all who come. Call Patricia to reserve your all-inclusive retreat or conference at 908-647-1777. Sign up to win a two-night getaway for you and a guest at deaconry.org. You don't have to go far to get away. Fellowship Deaconry Ministries at deaconry.org for more information or call Patricia at 908-647-1777. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain the latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit www.allthingshealth.ai. Or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. Listen to The Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM 570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. All right, every week I promise you that none other than Mike Connors himself will be here to answer one of your real-life questions. And Mike, this week's question comes from Stan in the city. He says, Dear Mike, my dad was on Medicaid. After he passed, we wanted to sell his house, but they put a lien on it. What can I do? Mike Connors. There are a couple of things you can do. Wait out the lien, which is 10 years, which may not be attractive to you. And the other thing is work out something with Medicaid where you can, depending on what the the size of the lien is, maybe you work something out with them. Maybe they take a reduced fee. If the lien is worth the entire property, you might be able to get the funeral bill paid, some expenses, things like that. But you got a problem. And here's one of the things. That's one of the reasons you do a trust for your house so that after you got them, you can't put a lien on your house. You avoid probate. Medicaid cannot put a lien on your house. So that's why you need to put your house in a trust. Uh, again, you can wait out the lien or work out a deal with Medicaid or do nothing and just wait. But that that's your choices. Well, and I imagine that this is one of the cases where you really do want an experienced law firm on your side giving you the advice and even form- formulating the communication. Because we don't know what the size of the lien is, whether we can work something out. We don't. And, you know, there are other reasons. You also have to look into there, there are reasons why the lien may not be enforceable. One, if a spouse lives in the property. Two, if a child lives in the property. Three, if there's a disabled child, and four, if there's a brother or sister living in the property, then they can't enforce the lien. Well, that is um, very, very important, and friends, I hope it's helpful to you. Uh, If you've got more questions for Mike Connors, of course, you can call his main office, 718-238-6500, and uh, get a free consultation. You can also plan on attending one of their uh, upcoming uh, seminars that they have. Uh, Find out more when you call that number, 718-238-6500, and then be listening to Mike Connors on his own broadcast, Ask the Lawyer. That's Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, thanks so much. Thank you, Kevin. Come and get your wise man once said, don't wait to buy real estate, but rather buy real estate and wait. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. Real estate has always been one of the best and safest investments you can make. That's right. And whether you're looking to increase cash flow with short-term rentals or simply looking for a fix and flip, Fellowship has the programs and expertise to walk you through this. Many of the staff also invest in real estate. So clearly, Fellowship not only talks the talk, but we walk the walk. 
To learn more, give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome home. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 819382. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, always appreciate uh, tapping into the great legal minds of the day, particularly on the biggest legal matters of the day. And joining me now is a former prosecutor and a fellow at the National Review. Uh, does a lot of writing that you see in not just National Review, but sometimes it ends up on the uh, newsprint of the daily newspapers here in New York as well. Andy McCarthy rejoins us. Andy, I wrote in my piece on Sunday about the warrantless searches that the FBI had uncovered in that FISA ruling last week. It's got to be pretty embarrassing for the Bureau to to have those kinds of numbers coming out, 3.4 million data searches without warrants, um, 278,000 physical searches without warrants just in one calendar year. Um, what, what are you suspecting is the conversation behind the doors at the Bureau? And what should the conversation be about how to clean this up? Kevin, I, I think uh, it probably gets worse from even the startling numbers that you're talking about, because I, I think these scandals are starting to sort of knit together. So what it looks like from what the FISA judge's order uh, indicates is that a lot of these illegal searches where they where they actually access some of the information that they've hoarded, which that's part of the problem. I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. But subject matter wise, it looks like they stepped up um, on the Capitol riot in particular. A lot of these searches are related to that. And as I noted last week, we have reason now to think that with pressure from the Democrats, the FBI has basically been cooking its books to make it look like there's more domestic terrorism driven by white supremacists in the United States than there actually is. The Democrats have been pushing the Bureau uh, to increase those cases uh, and to basically account for them, which is supposed to hook up with the Democrats' messaging that the biggest uh, threat facing the country is white supremacist domestic terrorism, which is their code for Trump supporters. Um, and it looks to me like this um, this FISA abuse plays right into that, as as you would figure, if the you know if the bureau is changing the way that it accounts for domestic terrorism cases, you you're not surprised to find that when they're unlawfully accessing FISA information, it's based on searches that are connected to the Capitol riot. Yeah. I broke down the numbers for my listeners on Monday after I wrote about it on Sunday, and I could not believe, but for that entire calendar year, we're talking every two calendar minutes for an entire year, they averaged 14 searches, uh, illegal searches um, on Americans for the entire year, the entire 12 months of that fiscal year. Um, when When you think about that, and given the rather large mandate that the FBI has to be working on actual law enforcement issues uh, and all of the the legal stuff they need to be doing to help protect Americans, um, what what should the messaging, particularly for the Republicans, whether it's Trump or not, what should the messaging be to the American people about how this is going to get reformed? Because I don't think this particular Democratic Party, the administration that's there at the moment, I could be wrong, but I don't think that they have a real interest in even acknowledging this problem. But certainly the Republicans can and should be shining a light on it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, I'm a, I'm an opponent of FISA. I never thought it was a good idea. I don't think it's a workable system. So to my mind, I would I would use these this stream of stuff that we get all the time, because every time you sort of peek under the rocks to see what's going on with FISA, we find that they're abusing it and that the judges can't do anything about it. And of course, the judges can't do anything about it because intelligence collection is not a judicial function. So this whole system uh, is wrongheaded to begin with. Uh, I think they should get rid of the system. I've also argued, Kevin, that I don't think I, I think the FBI should go back to just being a 
well, it was never just a law enforcement agency, but I think it should be, I think their national security foreign counterintelligence mission should be taken away and reassigned to a an intelligence entity like the Brits have in MI5 that doesn't have police power. And the Bureau, I think the Bureau's ethos changed after 9-11 and it became more of an intelligence agency than a police agency. And while intelligence is obviously very important to protecting the country, it's a very different skill set from policing. And it does not prioritize civil rights and following the law. In fact, you know, if you think about it, intelligence agencies, a lot of the stuff that they do, particularly overseas, is illegal. Right. You know, espionage is, is illegal in every country in the world that has a legal system, right? Um, we give that mission to the FBI domestically because we want our intelligence service domestically to be bound by the law and the constitution. But the problem is, if you start to think of yourself as an intelligence agency first, then your job becomes to stop bad things from happening rather than to presume people innocent and and honor their rights as you conduct regular that police That is work. such an important insight. And I don't think I've heard anybody else make that um, uh, uh, observation. And I, I I'm so glad you did, because that changes the whole way I'm looking at this now and not for the better, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. I was already concerned that when I saw this report, it felt like something the Nazi SS or the Kremlin's KGB would do. And you just explained why, because that's, in essence, the function of what they've become. They've become the domestic spy agency. Yeah, well, I, you know, I guess in some ways they would tell you they always were. And they, you know, they bristle at the term spy because they prefer to call it surveillance because they say they do it under authorities. I think that's a, you know, I mean, well, I if you have three point four million times documented yeah, that you right. didn't do it under authority, that that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And my thing is, you know, I think it, what it does is it makes them worse doing the thing we really need them to do, which is be a police agency. And the, the sad truth is they're not a particularly good intelligence agency. Yeah. So let me ask yeah. you this. The Durham report came out just before this FISA ruling was uncovered. And we know that the FISA court was abused in the surveillance of uh, Trump and his in, in people that were supposedly connected to Trump. Uh, we know that uh, surveillance was extended based on false information presented to the FISA court. If if, you know, you know uh, Trump campaigned in 2020 on the slogan, you know, they're coming for me because I'm fighting for you. And it seems like the day that he was out of office, they started coming for us directly. Um, has the has the bureau had problems like this in the past? Have they abused powers in the past? And historically, how have we dealt with them when they have? Well, the, the Bureau has a lot of uh, – the Bureau's got a very checkered history. I mean, basically, they sent a letter to Martin Luther King uh, in a very covert way, which suggested that he commit suicide on the pain of, like, exposing uh, supposed misconduct on his part. So, you know, I, I don't want to stand here and say that th this is so unprecedented that we've never had dark – uh, chapters in the Bureau's history. Bureau's done a lot of good. It's it's done a lot of not good. Um, but I do think, Kevin, that we have, uh, in the last 10 years, we have a real spate of the Bureau allowing itself to be leveraged in the service of Democratic Party politics. Uh, we're talking with Andy McCarthy. So glad to have his legal insights. And we'll come right back. Summer is right around the corner. Let Invite Health help you get ready for the season with our limited time Memorial Day buy one get one free sales event. The sale is on now. Start your summer season off with a health kick. Check out one of our brand new multivitamins for added support for brain and immune health. Looking to shed some extra weight to be beach ready? Check out Probiotic Weight or Trim HX. Buy any Invite Health product at suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Give us a call to order by phone at 800-673-2345. 
800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person by phone or by video. Take advantage of Invite's limited time buy one get one free Memorial Day sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number for Invite, 800-673-2345. Numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero, which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment, what every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual function. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Attention career seekers, New York's 23rd Annual Diversity Employment Day Career Fair is this Wednesday, May 31st from 11 to 3 at Fairfield Inn by Marriott, 338 West 36th Street in Manhattan. CityCareerFair.com invites you to interview with top employers looking to fill hundreds of positions like finance, sales, management, healthcare, engineering, and more. WMCA will be there too, Wednesday at 11 at Fairfield Inn on West 36th Street, CityCareerFair.com. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain the latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit www.allthingshealth.ai. Or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. Car payments, credit card payments, home loans. Man, that's a lot of debt for you to carry. Let us help you get caught up when you enter the $18,000 Get Caught Up Sweepstakes. The grand prize winner gets up to $10,000 in debt relief. Three first prize winners will get up to $1,000 in debt relief. And 10 second prize winners will get $500 in debt relief. That's $18,000 total. And that could be you. Go to WMCA.com to enter. That's WMCA.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity, it's Kevin McCullough Radio. It appears that the FBI messed around in 2016, certainly kind of got its toes wet in the nastiness of what the Clinton campaign was trying to cook up against Trump. In 2020, we have a pretty good idea that the CIA worked in convergence with big tech and maybe the FBI and some others to bring about um, a squelching of the Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop story. They've kind of had a free, you said eight years, they've kind of had a free reign to kind of be this kind of partisan kind of leaning entity within the operation of the government. Is there any reason to think that that's going to change before 2024? No, I don't. I mean, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm answering too quickly. I guess, Kevin, the best way to put it would be it depends on how effective the House Republicans are in conducting their investigations. But and I don't mean that as uh, in any way to be snide. I think the I think uh, 
uh, Comer, James Comer and, and Jim Jordan uh, and some of these other committee heads have done a very good job, but they have to stay at it. Uh, and the Bureau has to be convinced that, you know, a subpoena isn't pretty please. It's not like a suggestion that, you know, when they ask for information, um, they expect to get information and that they're watching all the time. And yeah. the, the problem, I think, with what you're what you've just marshaled, I think, perfectly shows what the issue is here and why I'm concerned about the Bureau being an intelligence agency. Yep. They don't do this kind of stuff on the criminal side. Because when you do a criminal case, everybody knows there's going to be discovery at the end. And if you've misled courts, that's going to be found out. But on the intelligence side, everything's classified and there's no discovery. There's no defense lawyers pouring over it. So if, if Congress doesn't watch them carefully, then no one does. Well, and that leads me to my next question, which is we've got this kind of day and age in which this liberty has been taken. We've got these warrantless searches and i kid you not friends those of you listening three and a half million uh data searches without warrants that would normally require it nearly three hundred thousand physical searches done without warrants that would normally require it um and th th so far you've you've heard you know a tree fall in the forest for all the reaction that has happened uh via the media in fact i might be one of the only talk radio people that have mentioned it i just haven't seen it anywhere um but if that is in fact what's going on and we and, and we hope to have some way to, to clear it up i've heard for a long time that there's this division between the seventh floor and the boot kickers and i've always i've known a lot of the boot kickers in my in the door kickers in sure. my life uh the, the ones that are stationed out in the field they generally tend to have to have a very high um you know uh, reputation they have to be people that are kind of above reproach um it was obvious in the Comey days in, uh, in at the um, FBI and the Justice Department that there were a, there was a lot of shenanigans go going on. So, you know, Mr. Strzok was getting away with stuff that nobody would have ever gotten away with. So is it possible to clean up the seventh floor? Does Christopher Ray need to resign? What needs to happen? Uh, or do we have to blow it all up and kind of start from the studs and, and rebuild it? Well, I think what Chris Ray would say is that the people who were cited by Durham as behind the uh, the dubious behavior in connection with Trump have all been removed from the bureau one way or another. But wasn't he there? Was, wasn't wasn't he in the uh, fold somewhere at that point in time? Well, no, Ray came in after um, after Comey got fired. So no, as the director. Him. But I thought he was a, I, th I still thought he was a higher ranking guy. OK, no, I, he I'll was he point. was in private. Yeah, I think he was in private practice at the time. OK, but um, you know, I think what he'd say is those people have been removed. I don't think that's satisfying to people because the Bureau is so image conscious. It did that very quietly. It didn't really feel to people like uh, like comeuppance. And a lot of these people failed up. Right. They got big book contracts. They're on CNN They're you know, wherever they are. Um, so I, I, I think the unfortunate thing with this, Kevin, is what we're talking about now in connection with the surveillance is a real problem, and it would be a problem even if we were talking about good faith people who we who we trusted to be scrupulous. Oh, and that is the the technological capability of the government to suck up all this information has surpassed its ability to develop algorithms that sift it so they're only allowed to look at what they're allowed to look at. And that would be a hard technological problem, even if we were dealing with people that we could have complete faith in but unfortunately we the bureau doesn't inspire that kind of faith anymore so it's hard to imagine that they're going to be the ones that that fix this so we're kind of stuck with our own kgb actually don't answer that andy i'm not going to get you in trouble <laughs> kevin mccullough it's just how it feels friends it feels like uh that organization has been weaponized against the people that disagree with the current administration. I don't know how else to put it. I'm not trying to be partisan. This is what it feels like. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that helps keep you comfortable throughout the night. It dissipates heat and humidity and it creates a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. Call 1-800-651-0798. MyPillow knows that core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep and the new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature through the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Call 1-800-651-0798. Of course, it's machine washable, dryable, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code WMCA or call 1-800-651-0798. That's 1-800-651-0798. And don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0. Call 1-800-651-0798. That's 1-800-651-0798. Hello, my name is Rahaf. I'm 14 years old. Originally from Aleppo, Rahaf and her family were forced to flee the destruction of the Syrian war, hiding in a cave for days at a time to avoid capture and death at the hands of terrorists. Eventually finding sanctuary in one of Lebanon's crowded refugee camps, Rahaf met Heart for Lebanon, who not only provided Rahaf a Christian education, they gave her hope. The hope found only in Christ, as Rahaf gave her life to Jesus. In the midst of a desperate situation, God is saving Muslim-cultured refugees and giving them hope through Heart for Lebanon. I thank Heart for Lebanon because he learned me about Jesus. Jesus changed me. I love Jesus so much. You can reach a child like Rahaf and her family today. Find out more at WMCA.com or invest now by calling 888-211-5944. That's 888-211-5944. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet... MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65 Plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-746-3737. 800-746-3737. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Everywhere I go, oh, oh, I seize it all. happening in new york or across the globe learn why it matters first on kevin mccullough radio all right ladies and gentlemen i am very pleased to welcome back to the microphone uh someone who i've had on the air for many many years and he's done segments with me and you hear us uh chit chat back and forth for about two minutes every single week about some issue related to estate planning or elder care and how to make sure your uh, your things are in order so that you don't have you know your 
your uh, legacy is not one of confusion for your kids and the people that come after you. Uh, and I just really love uh, he and his family all the way around. They're some of the best people I've ever met. And I just I just love the Connors family as a whole. Uh, and Mike Connors is joining us uh, here once again. And Mike, thank you for all that you do. Uh, you really help your clients and uh, the New York listenership understand the, the importance and the need to uh, make sure that their affairs are in order. You always encourage people to plan and not to not to goof off and leave it, <laughs> leave it for the uh, state to deal with afterwards. That's always bad. Um, but there's a whole nother side to Mike Connors, and it's one that is very, very uh, interesting. You're, you're a big movie buff. You're also a big baseball fan. And I understand that coming into this Memorial Day weekend, there's uh, some players that you specifically think are kind of cool. Welcome back. And who are they? Well, Kevin, I, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a dinner a few years back where you and Father Paul were at a table. Yes. And, you know, my good friend from the neighborhood, Father Charlie, and you and Father Paul were talking about theology. Uh-huh. And Father Charlie came up to you. Why don't you guys talk about something important? <laughs> and Father Paul said, like, what? Baseball. <laughs> I do remember so, that. Yeah. So here we are. And, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. We want to remember the veterans. I think one of the things overlooked in a lot of cases are the veterans who served in the U.S. military. And we're coming out, there's a guy, there was a second baseman named Eddie Grant, and he played in the major leagues in the teens. After he finished his major league career, he enlisted in the U.S. Army as soon as World War I started. And he was, he was the only genuine major league player who was killed in combat you know, who played in the major leagues and he, he, we're coming about the hundredth anniversary of his death. And he was a Harvard graduate. Um, in fact, they used to say that when he was going out to fly ball, he didn't say, I got it. He said, I have it. Cause he wanted to be grammatically correct. <laughs> I love my wife would love that for sure. Uh, yeah. And this is a guy 35 years old. He enlisted in the army and he died you know, a year later. Mm. And I mean, that's a, a, a true hero. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure at 35, he didn't have to enlist. I don't know what the draft rules were back then, but I'm sure he didn't have to enlist. And and so here's a guy who's a major league ball player, Harvard graduate, enlists in the U.S. Army and loses his life a year later after enlisting. So I think he should be remembered a little bit more, especially now we're getting close to the 100th anniversary of his death. No, I love that. Eddie Grant, second baseman. Who did he play for? Second he played for a couple of different teams in the National League, the Giants, the Reds, the Cubs. Interesting. He's a utility ball player, but that's not the, the point. You know, another ball player, I don't know, some of you may remember him, but Bobby Brown, Dr. Bobby Brown. Dr. Bobby Brown was a medic in World War II. He played for the Yankees between World War II and the early 50s. Was in maybe four World Series. Good third baseman, you know, not a great ball player. But then he was called up and he went, to Korea and he was a medical doctor at that time. Wow. And then he was in the Korean war. After that, he played a little bit more for the Yankees. Then he retired from baseball, became a cardiologist, um, was cardiologist for many, many years in Texas. Then when he couldn't operate anymore, he came back to baseball and he ended up being president of the American league eventually. And it's a remarkable life. And one of his claims to fame, he was a roommate of Yogi Berra when they were in the minor leagues together after the war. And they were both World War II veterans, which, again, Yogi Berra was a, was a World War II veteran, combat veteran. And there are 70 Hall of Fame baseball players who wore the uniform of the United States who are in the Hall of Fame. No kidding. When I first, when I first heard that number, I said, that can't be. But then we started looking at the list. And, yeah, it does come up to that now. There, there's certain people you wouldn't think about, like there was a baseball executive, the first president of the National League in 1876 was a Civil War veteran, Morgan Buckley. Huh. So, you know, that you think of. And as far as we know, he's the only Civil War veteran, you know, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But there, there are numerous Negro League players who are in the Hall of Fame. And of course, I didn't think about them first. At first, because you don't, they, they weren't, they didn't play in the major leagues because of obviously the color barrier was there until 1947. Right. And it Jack wasn't Robinson considered, you know, <clears throat> major league, but yeah. even though now the talent was off the hook, the talent was major leagues. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So there are a lot of those guys that were in there. 
Um, and then there were ball players too, who were not in major in the major leagues when they were in service, but became major leaguers after like Ralph Kiner and Gil Hodges and Gil Hodges was in Okinawa and, you know, was in combat and was a bronze star winner. Do we know which war has the most number of major leaguers that served in, in the, in the theater during, during the time of that particular war, yeah. which war, war, war has II. the most, oh, I, that's what I kind of figured war, war but, II by far. Yeah. Yeah. Of the world 70, what, how many of those do you, would you say were world war two vets? More than half. Okay. More than half because there were some world war one vets. There was only one civil war vet and the number of Korean war veterans and they didn't serve in combat would be some of the players we know about now, like Willie Mays and Whitey Herzog and uh, yeah. Ernie Banks. Uh, do we know Whitey the most Ford, recent? Eddie Matthews. Do we know the most well, the recent? The only two guys, there's no guy from Vietnam. So Willie Mays and Whitey Herzog were in the Korean War, and they're both still alive. And Whitey Herzog made the Hall of Fame as a manager, which is one of the numbers that threw me off. Yeah. You know, they're baseball executives in the Hall of Fame. They're managers in the Hall of Fame. So Whitey Herzog made as a manager. So when they said there was you know, 70 members of the Hall of Fame who wore the uniform. I wasn't thinking of guys like him right away. Yeah. But he is one. So Willie Mays, they're both in the early 90s. They were the two guys from Korea that are still alive. I know that in the football ranks, Pat Tillman went from active uh, player status right. in the NFL to uh, the Iraq War and got killed uh, on mission. Uh, are there any modern baseball players that have gone and, and played, maybe not in the Hall of Fame, but that have served? Not that I know of, no. Back in the, in the 60s, and you know, when there was a draft, a lot of those ball players they went into the reserves or National Guard and fulfilled their duties that way. So, you know, it was relatively easy in the 60s to get out of the draft. So you you continually are a fountain of information, Mike. That I've that nobody else on earth knows, and I am so honored to get to have a chat with you every now and then because I learn stuff every time I do. Uh, give my best to Beth and to Mike Jr. Always a pleasure to have you. All right, thank you, Kevin. You got it, Kevin McCullough. Coming right back. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say I do all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco & Associates. And I know you personally as a Christian, a person of faith, Buttafuoco & Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll. We <laughs> will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client. And we're very sensitive to the needs of the client. And we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives. And so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Buttafuoco and Associates at 800-669-4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HURT, 800-NOW-HURT. AM 570 The Mission doesn't have to stop when you turn off the radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM 570 The Mission. Take us wherever you go. AM 570 The Mission. WMCA. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Thank you, Lonnie Perkins. Always appreciate you uh, and friends as we head into this, what for many is turning into a four-day uh, holiday weekend. I don't know why, but there's, um, 
the kids have have a bunch of kids across the area have tomorrow off, which I never got off as a kid. Um, I guess we didn't use all of our snow days or something in some districts. So uh, anyway, uh, the the ankle biters will be enjoying four complete days before they have to go back. Um, And I would encourage you, friend, if you have a family and you have small ones, especially if you can. Put the work down for a little bit. Um, I, I'm going to try to do that in, in, in my world. I, I'm going to encourage you to try to do that in your world as well. I want to end with a thought um, that struck me very deeply today. I was in my studio. Um, you know, I've got the Kevin McCullough radio show. I've got uh, Radio Night Live. I've got the uh, That Kevin Show on the Salem News Channel on the weekend that I, we produce throughout the week. Um, and there's always a billion issues going on and there's a hundred important things that need to be covered. And there's just all this stuff that's just always flying around me. And then in addition to that, I have to say that for the last three years, my, my family, we've, we've been through a lot. We watched a lot of our friends just pack up and move to Florida and of course came the question from my lovely bride. Well, why can't, why can't we, why don't we have the ability to do that? And if I'm going to do media and be here in New York, I obviously have to kind of be here in New York. There's actually a guy. This this is a joke, by the way. There's a guy on another station uh, on on the AM dial uh, every afternoon who pretends to do a New York show from Florida. <laughs> and I can't I can't do New York from Florida. I've got to be here to talk to you and to be with you. Um, so anyway, um there's there's just been a lot and sometimes a little encouraging word just does wonders so i got a, i got a letter from a longtime pastor of mine friend i consider him in many ways more of an earthly father than than even my my own dad um but he just dropped a note and said hey once you and and the bride to know that me and my bride we're praying for you you've been on our minds for the last few days and we just we just been praying for you and I don't know, friends, in this day and age where thoughts and prayers are always spurned, I always seem to be grateful for them. So I I feel really good about that. Hey, coming up this weekend on the Christian Outlook, which is on all the Salem stations uh, nationwide, I get to uh, host this week's show. The the hosts rotate and I'm, I'm on, you know, once a month or something like that. But this week's show, we're doing a complete one hour tribute to the life of Tim Keller. Uh, who passed away this week here in New York. And if he had a meaningful ministry in your life, we are going to hear from Tim. We are going to hear from people who knew Tim. And I suspect it's going to be very, very special. The Christian Outlook. If you want to get online, thechristianoutlook.com, or you can follow him on the social media. And then on That Kevin Show this weekend, we've got George Foreman. We've got uh, uh, Carrie Sheffield from the Independent Women's Forum. And we've got Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, joining us along with music artist Lindsay L. I hope you'll check that out Saturday night, Sunday night, 9 o'clock on the Salem News Channel. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you soon.